And how you guys doing? Welcome to this morning show. We got all kinds of good stuff this week that we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about today the Lexonville Massacre. That's when five Hell's Angels were killed by their own. We also caught coming up tomorrow the Milpera Massacre. That was that deal over in Australia between uh, Banditos and the common cheros and then on wednesday we got joseph crazy joe spats you know over uh he used to be a former outlaw member he was put on death row before uh his uh sentence getting commuted to life in prison and then we have a interesting piece that went out to the emergency department personnel uh it was actually a study and that was outlaw motorcycle gangs aspects of the one percent culture so you're going to be getting uh their side of the story right there you guys know how that always works out now don't we we're going to have some biker news in the first segment uh, don't forget to pound rock on and throw in some contributions over on the Super Chat. Two bucks, guys. That's all you have to freaking do, man. That helps the show, that two bucks. Let me tell you, especially in these times right now, gonna be a very interesting week. Uh, we did our Sunday Night Live yesterday. Check that out. Check it out. It was about the, the 10 questions you should be prepared to answer if you go to a dominant for a blessing. Also, on Facebook, you have noticed that we I've been doing a little writing over there, man. It's called Tales from the Dark Side. Members of the YouTube uh, Throttle Club, you guys get it uh, sooner than everybody else. That is over on the community chat. So, very interesting stuff. Today we'll be covering this Hell's Angels purge, man. Uh, it's a different type of deal up in Canada than it is here in the U.S. Boy, and that's uh, understating it, if you will. Uh, don't forget, at the end of this uh, segment here on YouTube, go over to MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com. We have China Dial, and we get nuts on that segment. Uh, so, also, rocking with Hollywood, man. The replays are over on our Bitchu channel. Go ahead and go over there and subscribe. The link is in the description box. Uh, that's a fun program, man. That's where I get all crazy and stuff like that. Something that we ain't uh, able to put, put on the YouTube channel. Uh, you know what? It's funny with even the comments in the, the comment section on YouTube, man. Some get to us, some don't, so if you uh, swear or any of that stuff, it gets caught up with YouTube. Uh, just a whole different type of experience now on YouTube. Something that I never thought when I first started would ever happen, and it's kind of been where I calmed down the show a lot. And in doing so... 
yes, it appealed to more people that were within the scene, but at the same time, it took the edge off a lot of what I talked about during the show, which ain't cool at all, man. Uh, if you go look at our earlier stuff, how wild the show used to be, how in your face the show used to be, was uh, what gave it popularity. And people are asking me, well, what's this dark side about? Well, we're given all sides of the story, and there's a lot of people that complain about that. But at the same time, uh, we're not out there kumbaya with everybody. We're trying to give our opinions and, you know, everybody's side. So you're well-rounded. And I guess if that's the dark side of freaking uh, the scene, I guess that's what we're doing, man. Uh, you can get uh, the Insane Throttle Dark Side uh, new shirt. Get over there, wear it proud, man. Everybody loves the design, if you will. Uh, so that's kind of what we're uh, on to now. Hopefully you guys are enjoying uh, this type of stuff, the history of the clubs. And one of the main points I want you to get behind when you're hearing this stuff is... This is what one percenters had to do to earn their diamond. And it's very important because you got all kinds of protocol channels now. I guess that's the end thing. The protocol channels. And if, if you noticed, I've been given my viewpoint on how things used to be back, you know, way back then. But the difference, the difference between so-called uh, diamond clubs. Now, we talked about how the diamonds get watered down by these type of clubs. But this is a lot of the work that them old timers had to put in. They're all graybeards right now. And I've always said, if you want to know something, go up to a graybeard and they will give you an earful, man, an earful. And it's also important in the essence of if you want to do something, you're going to have to go up to a club and ask them. You can get all the advice you want from channels like myself, from others, but you're never going to get what you need. As an entertainment platform, that's what we're here to do. Entertain. Just like at 9.30 a.m. it got released, about everyone's an expert now. And I know a lot of these uh, guys that are putting this material out. And one thing that there's there that they all have in common, they're not a part of these major 1% clubs that have been around decades. They're giving opinions. It's the cool thing to do now. So that article talks about that. And it talks about how important it is for you guys to get off the internet and go out there and ask these people. That's the only way to do it. That's the only way you're going to get 
your questions answered the right way in your area because everything's different man uh you're gonna see a culture this week when it comes to Oz and it comes to Canada you guys can't forget I actually had somebody complain about this because we put uh all kinds of biker news on harleyliberty.com it has to do with everything worldwide and this dude got pissed off because of that they were like you know you're talking about that canadian shit and you're talking about australia man i just want to hear about us well you know what this biker culture goes everywhere in this world and it has to do with news from the scene Rather it be there or here. We got people all over the world that listen to us and watch us and visit that site. But that's the closed-mindedness that you'll see in a lot of people. The other day I talked about it was funny. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, 30 or 40% of people that are on these sites don't even own a motorcycle. But they still want to give opinions into that kind of stuff. So if you don't own a motorcycle, how the hell are you going to give opinions on something? That always flabbergasted me, man. It always did. Uh, so we're going to go into some biker news right now. Again, uh, thanks for all the donations. Let's get them up, man. Uh, two bucks. That's all we need. Anyway, here we go, everybody. It's going to be a fun time right here. Uh, out of uh, South Dakota, and this has to do with an idiot that was trying to say that there was a bounty on his head or he owed somebody money, and he tried to use that as an excuse for plotting uh, the slaying of his ex-girlfriend. You know, it's always funny, man. Why do you want to risk something? Uh, you know, I know people piss uh, each other off. I know China does, does it to me all the time where I want to throw her off the Sears Tower. But I'm not actually going to throw her off the Sears Tower, you know. you If you're that pissed off about your relationship, why don't you just leave them? Because most of the time... When you try to do this uh, hit stuff, you get caught up by informants and stuff, and you know you really don't know who the true-blooded killers are. It's just like that case down in Texas where the lawyers that actually worked on the Waco case, they got caught up because they were going to kill an ex uh, a husband, even though I approved the why. I guess he was... Uh, He's going through the court system right now, suspected of molestation of the daughter. Yeah, I'd have killed him too. Uh, but you don't go, well, you, you know, you have to plan it. You got to do it allegedly, you know, right away. Uh, in these times, ooh, it's hard to get through that, that kind of stuff. Anyway, let's go to uh, South Dakota. This was the Associated Press. Uh, the South Dakota Supreme Court has upheld the life sentence given to a man who plotted the slaying of his ex-girlfriend, 22-year-old Rapid City woman. Damn, life sentence, man. Whew. Uh, he pleaded guilty to first-degree manslaughter in a deal with prosecutors and was sentenced to life without the possibility of parole. He was originally facing the death penalty in the fatal stabbing. Sad state of affairs of Jessica Renfield, 2015. 
Uh, he was upset that Ramfield broke up with him and convinced two other men to kidnap and kill her. In his appeal, he argued the judge who sentenced him abused her discretion that the life term violates the Eighth Amendment's prohibition against cruel and unusual punishment. Uh, the justices were unanimous when they rejected both ar uh, arguments. Uh, he made a story up that the Hells Angels would pay an $80,000 bounty since she had information on the motorcycle gang. <laughs> you notice how they'll say that motorcycle gang, man? Get your hits! Get your hits! That indeed it does. After, uh, let's see here, uh, Schneider kidnapped and stabbed her to death while pretending to give her a ride to work. That was uh, Hearth and Schneider. Two weeks later, he hired Garland Brown and Michael Faye to help him dig up the body from the shallow grave and bury her further into the woods. That's what happens, man. You get them freaking people. The more you get involved, the more rats you can get, stupid ass. And you get the dumbest one of today, let me tell you. Now, new story out of uh, Wisconsin. Uh, police search uh, Eagle Nation Cycles. Say Hell's uh, Lover's Witness, the knee-high knee stabbing death. Let's go to this we one. considering action against the Eagle Nation Cycle Shop after images were released by police showing members of a motorcycle club watching the murder of 22-year-old Roger Ridgway last Saturday night and then going into that business. In a first alert update, Jason Zimmerman was there as police executed a search warrant. On Thursday afternoon, several police cars and investigators were seen on the property of Eagle Nation Cycles after Mayor Dean Crawford says the owner provided consent. Our police officers went over, took him up on his offer, and they're conducting a search of the building along with uh, the owner of the building and a member of the media is what I was told. So, hey, that's a step in the right direction, but... Um, we're not going to put up with it anymore. The search comes a day after images were released by police showing members of the Hell's Lovers Motorcycle Club watching the murder and then going inside Eagle Nation. Police have arrested Mandel Roy, but another suspect, Tarrant Colwell, remains at large. Both are from Minnesota. A lot of these guys who drive motorcycles and that are, are decent people, but there is an element that hangs out at that location that is not good for this community. The mayor says he has requested a report highlighting every police action here at Eagle Nation over the past two years and could have the property declared a nuisance. However, that would take a council vote and court action. It's a bigger problem than that because of the um, Michael Funk shooting and the Brian Flatoff uh, hostage standoff. Uh, years before that, there was the um, raid that the Nita police officers did upon that so there's a long history there and you know there's bad feelings on both sides so far police have not said anything about a motive behind this killing reporting in nina jason zimmerman action 2 news oh yeah that was up in nita and yeah it's pretty it, it, you know what the guy was right man 
I had to put my headphones on here. That way I had to hear everything. I'm doing a radio show here, guys. But anyway, uh, there was a lot of incidences at this uh, location. And I'm actually glad that the uh, mayor came out and said, you know what? It's only some that are doing this kind of stuff and ain't uh, representative of uh, the whole biker scene, which is very rare from a damn freaking city official as we know it. Uh, but that is your biker news. We're going to go into now the Lexonville uh, massacres up there. Something else, man. Something else. This is... Uh, you know, a big thing that happened in Canada, and as you're going to hear, it was actually the changing of the guard. Basically, what that means is you had the old-time partying bikers, which I love that uh, type of uh, biker, ones that... Uh, don't play around with you, give it to you straight and have fun, which what it's supposed to be all about. And then, of course, you have uh, the business biker, or as I call it, uh, the Nike bikes over in Oz, or you got the new hipsters and all that type of stuff, where it's more money-based than it is having fun. So, we're going to go and start with a little background from the Montreal Gazette, and then we'll get into, again, the events that led up to it. Uh, again, 1percenterbiker.com, or 1%, or I'll look it up when we get to it, but uh, let's get to this now. We're going to get over here to the Montreal Gazette, you're going to work. A little bit. The stunning slaughter that later became to be known as the Lennoxville Purge is considered a turning point for the Hells Angels in their history in Quebec. It's basically the point where the Hells Angels decided we're going to become businessmen as opposed to just being rowdy bikers. Uh, when they were recruited into, uh, into the Hells Angels and formed the first chapter in Canada in 1977, the gang was still basically a group of unruly bikers who were more interested in partying and having fun and uh, partying uh, all weekend with coke and women and uh, but by 1982 that, that attitude had somehow changed about 1985 they were involved in such high-level drug dealers with such groups as the West End Gang and the Mafia groups that require professionalism from uh, from their their business associates that they basically decide we have to decide our future here if we're gonna grow and become the businessman we want to be, we have to get rid of this whole unruly aspect as part of our group. That, that was basically the motive behind the Lennoxville Purge. It was, a, it was a time for them to get rid of their unruly members. Those unruly members had basically created very, uh, very complicated debt with a group called the West End Gang. And, and this whole uh, thing that transpired on March 24th, 1985, was a settling of all those accounts. As a, as a sign of what the Hells Angels later became after the Lennoxville Purge, and basically a sign of proof of what the, the, what the motive was behind it, the Hells Angels became a very uh, much more business-like group afterwards, and the members who were recruited into it were much more business-like. The best example of that is Morris Mumboucher, who was recruited just a few years after the Purge and attracted into the gang be uh, after it. And what happened was that Morris Mumboucher, if, if you consider it one of its typical members, he was very, very well-organized, very business-like, and took the Hells Angels onto a whole other level. 
he joined the initially joined the Montreal chapter, but then he later went on and decided he wanted his own his own thing and created the the Nomads chapter of the Hell's Angels, and that took the Hell's Angels uh, in Quebec into a whole other stratosphere. It basically brought them up to the level of of uh, the the mafia and, and any other organized crime group in Quebec. Wow, that was from Paul Cherry, and uh, that's a guy that you always hear us talk about uh, in our biker news. He does a lot. That and Kim Bowen uh, cover a lot of the biker stuff up there. They're very knowledgeable, man. Uh, they try to get both sides of the story. Uh, that's why I like their work, uh, just like I like some work here in the States, and of course, that's Biker Dad, man. You guys got to over and check out Biker Dad. But that's a little bit of a introduction to the massacre. Uh, Boucher is actually, I think he's serving a life sentence right now, but it just goes to show you where the break was. Because they started dealing with uh, the street crews. And yes, you got to be professional, man. When you're dealing with street crews and stuff. They don't want to see all these, you know, ratty bikers going out and representing them on the streets. So yeah, there's going to be some tension on that type of stuff. So we're going to go to onepercenterbikers.com. There you go. Uh, it's also called the Lexi, Lexinville Purge. And this was in 1985. And the video you just seen was the 30-year anniversary. And this happened with the murder of five Hells Angels in the North Chapter uh, in Lennoxville, Quebec. And they're pretty messed up in Quebec sometimes, man. And you know what? They always screw with Hollywood with that French word stuff, so I try to shorten it down. But Quebec is actually the center point of a lot of trouble that's uh, up there. You had uh, the big freaking, uh, you know, great freaking war up there between the Hells Angels and the Rock Machine and their associates. And yes, we'll cover some of that stuff too in the upcoming week. Uh, now, he gives a good lead up to it. That's what I like about this site. Like I said, uh, not everything's correct, but it's pretty damn close. Uh, he goes through the timelines, the whole nine yards, where you won't see that in other places. Now, the Lennoxville uh, Massacre, the lead-up, uh, the members of the Hells Angels, North Chapter, uh, they were founded in 1979, and they were believed to have been heavy drug users, constantly partying, uh, unpredictable, and claiming they made a, you know them a liability. Again, different cultures from the United States compared to Canada. Now, last week we covered the Great Biker Wars, and that had to deal with the clubs in the United States, mostly. I believe I didn't cover any of the other ones. I believe I was trying to keep them separated and stuff. But anyway, that was the 70s and 80s. It was a rough time, man. It was no playing around back then. Unlike today, a lot of stuff that you would see, you never get away with. There ain't no damn way you would have got away with some of the stuff that's happening today back then. 
Anyway, uh, also a possible motive was the rumor that money was owed by the Hells Angels la uh, label and Montreal chapters to the West End gang leader Frank Peter Dune Ryan. Uh, Frank Ryan was, kill uh, was killed. It is believed that members of the Lovell chapter, including Trudeau, organized a revenge bombing, which was not to the liking of the higher-ups in the Hells Angels. Uh, one thing you got to remember about the uh, Hells Angels, I know it's true in the United States, is they go by charters. They're individual. Uh, it's not like chapters where there's a whole big uh, deal with one president, stuff like that, but it's charters. It's a good, uh, you know, you have to put that designation out there. Here's the timeline of events, uh, according to 1percentbikers.com. Uh, the 23rd of March, 1985, uh, members of the Level chapter are requested to come to the clubhouse in Lennoxville. Only three members are available to come, so the meeting is postponed into the following day. Uh, the 24th of March, five members of the Hells Angel Level chapter are summoned to the clubhouse, arriving in the evening of Sunday, 24 uh, March of uh, 85. It is believed that 41 members of the Hells Angels meet the five uh, members. Uh, the five members are beaten and shot. Over a dozen members are believed to have been involved in the beating, shootings, the cleanup of the bodies, and disposing of the evidence. Kind of like overkill there, huh? 41 members, they all are wearing the same patch and they let this happen to their own people. Uh, it's not indicative of the whole club. I'm just saying, man. Uh, the colors were removed, uh, wrapped in sleeping bags, cinder blocks, and uh, are used as weight and thrown into the Lawrence River. Uh, it has been known now as the Hells Angels Graveyard. Uh, that don't work with the sleeping bags and cinder blocks forever. The lungs fill with water. I ain't going to allegedly tell you what's up. Uh, the 7th of April, uh, Michael Jinx, who was a Hells Angel member, he pwned Claude Roy, a uh, level chapter prospect, uh, inviting him to meet him at a motel. During the meeting, uh, Claude Roy is beaten to death by him. While Michael Gentz is trying to get information out of him, his body is wrapped in a sleeping bag and then thrown in the river. Uh, the ones that were massacred in this thing was Guy Lewis Chop Adam. Uh, he was a chapter member, fought with the attackers, and managed to get outside where he was shot seven times with three different guns. Uh, Jean Guy Brutus Dieffren, he was a North chapter member. Uh, Jean uh, Pierre, uh, hell, he's another member. Uh, Lauren DeBiel, he was the North chapter founder and president. Uh, Michael Merwind, uh, he was also a member. And then the prospect uh, was murdered in the weeks following the event. Uh, the police informants on this was uh, Yves Trudeau, one of the initial targets of the massacre, who was in a drug rehabilitation uh, facility. Uh, he assisted police with their case after he found out there was a contract put on his head. Uh, within the club as part of the case he admitted being involved in 43 murders holy cow within uh 70 or 1970 in july 85 Woo, dude he puts uh sammy the bolo uh gravano to shame baby 
Uh, Jerry Columbia, uh, he assisted police with their case. He was slated to join the Hells Angels. However, after not hearing about his patching for a period of time, he begins to believe that he may be next on the target list. A lot of people up there were like, damn, man. Uh, this was big story in the news, and we got uh, some of the news articles about this type of stuff. Uh, but it seems like everybody was on edge. Uh, so some of the charges uh, in this was uh, Robert Richard. He was acquitted of first-degree murder charges. Uh, he was significantly overweight, believed to weigh around 300, died from a heart attack in 96. Uh, Lessard uh, was a former Hells Angel president. He was sentenced to life in prison for no chance of parole for 25 years. Up there, man, uh, life in prison is not life in prison, man. Uh, it really isn't. It'd be interesting if you guys chime in on that. Oh, yeah, by the way, come on, guys. $2 donations, if you will. Uh, Luke Mitchid uh, was sentenced to life in prison, no chance of parole for 25 years. Jacques Pellet, uh again, same sentence. Uh, Snake Trembley uh, left to Europe and lived in England before Brian brought uh, back to the stand. He was sentenced uh, to life. Uh, now, here's the releases on this. Uh... The 30th of August, 2004, uh, Tremlay was granted full parole. Uh, the 2005, May 6, uh, Lou Mickid, uh, then yeah, February 27, found guilty of beating Claude Roy in the uh, weeks following, was given day. So it's a lot of different uh, type of stuff. And the aftermath of this shook up the, the biker scene pretty bad in Canada. It is believed that some members who had previously been considered joining the Hells Angels as former associates of the chapter decided to form their own group, which would become the Rock Machine. Uh, yeah, that's going to be an interesting uh, type of uh, conversation there, if you will. That's uh, some of the background of it. Now, let's go into some of the news articles, and it's always weird to see how they cover something like this and how they dramatize it beyond the point of the facts. And that's one thing that really sucks about uh, some of these fly-by-night reporters, if you will. They'll give you all this drama instead of getting the facts. And that's why I like uh, Paul Cherry and Kim Bolin, because they stick to the facts. So this is how the Daily News uh, covered it in 2015, uh, giving it, uh, you know, this again was the 30th anniversary of it. Now... Six renegade Hells Angels members uh, were massacred. You know, it was five members, one prospect. Uh, the Luxonville uh, Purge of 85. And this was out of what? The New York Daily News. So it was New York. Uh, go figure. Uh, the big chiefs of the Hells Angels in eastern Canada. See how it starts out right away? And then they make fun of this by calling it a powwow. A powwow. Uh, the special invitation went out to uh, the president of the Motorcycle Club's North Chapter. Uh, he became an early member of the Hells Angels in Canada. Again, he was uh, 
a member of the Popeyes gang, and you know what? It'd be interesting to get some information on the Popeyes Motorcycle Club, because what happened uh, with Canada is there was this one guy who was real organized with the Hells Angel, and he just started flipping freaking everybody around there. Uh, Quebec had a half dozen Hells Angels chapters, including the one in LaVille, uh, founded in 1979. A few late years later, Hells Angels Poobah. There you go. See, how, you know what? I told you how they do this. Sonny Barger from the U.S. Home Office in Oakland began uh, nudging the club toward the chain of command business principles that had helped make rich men out of generations of ethnic... And you know what? That's bull. They had to throw him in there, didn't they? Uh, the North Chapter didn't get the message. They were renegades among renegades. Uh, the Hells Angels Animal House, if you will. Uh, everyone has a boss, even the Hells Angels. Again, I know it's charters here in the States, and it's charters worldwide, but I don't know how the system works in there, and I'm not going to even pretend... That's something, uh, what's it called, that they know. Uh, the Chiefs learned that only three North Chapter members can make the date, so it was uh, next day, and they missed the handwriting on the wall. He and others were ambushed by 41 of their biker brothers as they arrived at the bunker. I believe that bunker was actually torn down, if I'm not mistaken, uh, again, it became known as the Lexonville Purge. Uh, so that's one paper that uh, covered it, then another one goes into it. This is the Gangster Report. That's one that's always on there. So, uh, But that's the Lexonville Purge. Very interesting times up there and how it all went down. And like the thing just said, though, I have to agree, the guy missed... Uh, you know, the signs of what was going to happen. I just can't believe there was 41 there. And nobody said, you know what, just pull their colors. Enough's enough. If we don't want them there, you don't want them there. But for something like that to happen, man. And then they actually had the St. Lawrence River called the Hells Angels Graveyard. Serious times back in 1985, which led to Bo uh, Bocher... Uh, taking the reins man and uh he went a different way i can tell you that uh he went the way of making the money and that's the problem with uh some of this is that's what the news media is gonna pick up and that's what they're gonna put on the club as a whole and it's sad state of affairs man when that happens Sad state of affairs. Anyway, I love uh, to thank everybody for the donations. Again, rocking with Hollywood, the replays, because it's a Monday through Friday deal at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. It I throw the replays on the video at uh, our new uh, deal, BitChute, and we're building that up. So get in the description box and go ahead and subscribe. That's where you get your replays of that. And you can also freaking, uh, you know, really enjoy the program because it is uncensored. Uh, but uh, anyway, we got China now over here in the studio. She gets her shot this week. Let's see how she does. Me, I was sicker than a dog for the first uh, day. 
But after that, it calmed down. Now it's just an arm ache and stuff like that. So I got my two shots. I wonder if they're going to make us take a third in about six months. We'll see. But anyway, let's go over to uh, there and let's uh, say hi to China Dow. I'll see you guys uh, over there. something just a little bit wild god now or never here it comes take yourself on a journey into the unknown yeah are you ready Attention. we came we saw we kicked it down this is good stuff i want to share something with you you're listening to motorcycle madhouse radio wmmrdb rockford What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? Welcome to the second half of the show. Hopefully, you guys had a good weekend. I got lover lips over here. China Dow looks like uh, you're a hit with your uh, autograph. Now you have to wipe your ass with it or <laughs> spray perfume spray on it. Perfume on it. <laughs> you look at you getting fangirled over them lips, man. You knew you would. I told you that they'd bring probably jerk off to him man and then i got grandpa slayer saying fuck hollywood uh, my <laughs> old lady got all hot after reading your book and wanted to get down rock and roll man i'm here to please i'm here to please <laughs> i am it happens hollywood has that effect on people god what the hell chapter was that <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go reread that one. Oh, uh, why it's not like you get any so it happens <laughs> yeah well you know <laughs> Today's supposed to be a good day. Hollywood's going out riding probably and having fun. Uh, while China Doll has to go to work, well, it is what it is. So, how did your weekend go? Uh, I was working all weekend. It kind of was terrible. <laughs> well, but it was at the work. But it was good because the manager is now gone. <laughs> yeah, now you got another one, man. And uh, what's your future over there? I have no idea, to be honest with you. We have no clue what's going on. Now, all of a sudden, the new manager, which was the assistant manager, is on a 30-day trial. Oh, only 30 days. They don't have faith in her, do they? I don't think so. I don't think Because so. usually when you get a promotion, it's... Your it's right away. Yeah. Yeah, we all thought it was going to kick in as of yesterday, but no, she's on a 30-day trial basis. And I guess the manager claims that if it she epically fails at the other store, she's coming back. Oh, man, that's a nightmare. Yeah, it is. So this place is crazy. So, you know what? Right there just tells me there's a plan. <laughs> yeah. They're, I think they're setting her up to fail. I think they are to because be if she opens up and says I'll be, you know, I'll probably be back. Mm-hmm. That tells you something. That or the three people she has at the new store <laughs> are going to all quit cuz they're going to hate her. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they got over there is three people? Yeah, plus her makes four. How the hell do they even keep open? I don't know, but we only have four people now, so. <laughs> yeah, but you're a smaller uh, Their place. Their store's a little bit bigger than ours, yeah. Right. Yeah. But I think they're setting her up to fail, you know, because then I they can fire her, can't they? I personally they? think they're setting both of them up to fail. <laughs> to well, do tell here. This is very interesting. <laughs> to be honest with you. 
Well, the assistant manager came in, which is now the manager. She came in yesterday to talk to me because they're all trying to figure out how they can uh, cover so I could take breaks this week because I don't get any breaks this week. And I'm pulling, you know, seven hours plus straight by myself. And, yeah, well, I'm not getting any breaks. <laughs> so that sucks there. Mm. It's going to be a rough couple days. Cause I'll be and Hollywood has to deal with the fallout, yeah. which is bullshit. Yeah. By Thursday, I'll be pulling seven days straight, and I was told if I didn't ask for Friday off for the COVID vaccine, I would be working that day, too. Mm. Yeah, so mm. luckily I have that shot. <laughs> well, yeah, luckily you got that shot. Uh, you know, that, that is an interesting topic, uh, how uh, uh, work affects a relationship, uh, and it's, you know, like pissing me off. So it must uh, really do affect the relationship. Oh, yeah, I think so. Because you're a bipolar bitch as it is, man, I and know. i got to deal with it. I know, and then having to work all this time is killing me, too, because then I come home and I just, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do nothing. I want to just, yeah, check all my social media and call it a day. It's too much. So How many hours is it? I'm pulling 43 hours this week. Oh, poor fucking baby, 43 fucking hours, and you think you're working hard. I am working hard. <laughs> and hardly working. And hardly working. <laughs> you know what you just said? You know how many freaking hours I put in this fucking studio? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Way more than I do at work. <laughs> exactly. No, but I think I even told I even told our new manager, well, manager in probation, I don't know what the hell to call her. We call her troll, but, you know, I think they are purposely setting her up to fail because there's so much stuff that, as a manager, she does not even know how to do. Well, that reflects on the manager for not training her. Exactly. So, now they're sending her to to another store that, you know, sucks and is dirty as hell, actually, because I went there once to help out and said I would never go back again because it was filthy. And What store is that? The one that's on Elevator Road next to the McDonald's. Oh, okay. The Hananiga store. Right. So, yeah, it's uh, it's not very clean. Mm. So she's got that working out for her. And she already has gone in many times and moved things around, and the uh, staff that's there has all moved it back. So we can see how this is going to go. <laughs> so they're not going to give her a chance, man. They're not going to put up with some bullshit. No, nah, they don't want her coming over there and acting all high and mighty, which is how she rolls. So mm. it's going to be entertaining. Now, you know, th- you know, if you said this, and I, you know, I looked it up real quick about how uh, f- uh, jobs affect uh, a relationship. And there are a couple questions that I have to ask you. Then there is, uh, we're going to get into some fun stuff like, uh, you know, sex dreams and what they mean. And uh, 52 surprising facts uh, about sex. You know, because I like talking about sex, even though, you know, it happens. We ain't getting, what? (laughs) I ain't getting any? Okay. So, you know, let's let's take this kind of quiz with you here. Okay. And after this, we'll go into, uh, you know, our back-to-back songs and come back. You know how the segments work. Do you generally like your job? No. Okay. Now, that's interesting. (laughs) You say you don't like your job. 
No, I don't like my job. I just like the customers that come in there. So what is keeping you there if you don't like your job? With me, it was always... You know, that's why I can't work for anybody. It's the money. You, you, you piss me off, boom, fuck you. It's the money right now. So it's the money right now. Even though you can be looking for another job. Which I have been. Oh, bullshit. Don't lie to people. That's why I've been uh, updating my Indeed resume and having See, I don't believe you get any jobs off of Indeed. Well, you definitely don't get any jobs going into places of business because they just tell you to go apply online. Yeah, on their site, not Indeed. Indeed usually takes you directly to the site of who's hiring. Just so you I don't know. believe it. You wouldn't know. You don't use it. I don't believe it. You wouldn't because, know. Because you would. Have, you know what? You, you have know. so many damn skills. Yeah. I can't believe nobody would hire you. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm just too freaking old. <laughs> it has nothing to. You're only 48 years old. Not it's yet. Not, Slow your roll. It's <laughs> not like you're freaking. Uh, you know, 65, 70, where they're not going to hire you. Slow your roll. I ain't 48 till June. I don't understand. You got a perfect time right now where they're hurting, where, you know what, why don't you work you know, part-time as a bartender? They'd hire you in a heartbeat. Because the bar that's hiring in town, the owner's a bitch. <laughs> well, so are you, so you get along. No, no. She, she, uh, there's also been, I've heard too many things about her and how she pays and stuff, so I wouldn't want to chance it. There's other bars. Okay, but I'm just saying, the one that I know of in town that's hiring. I mean, I can go further if you want me to. Well, if it gets you work. <laughs> How much further you want me to go? You know what? You think you have to you get a job within a block radius? Why not? I have one now. <laughs> but you hate it. I do hate it. I hate all the drama. If there wasn't so much BS, it'd probably be a different whole situation. I'm one that believes that you have to follow what you have to and get what you want. I'm not one that sits idle, and I think that's your problem. You sit idle. I sit idle because I hate starting over. Well, who says you got to start over? Go work part-time, making, you know, just like Kelly does. Yeah, but Kelly owns her own business. So, and that don't mean you can't go out and find another job and they have to work around you if they want to keep you. Very true. Thank you, Hollywood. You know what you're talking about. (laughs) You know what you're talking about. Shut up, Hollywood. (laughs) Are you treated well at work by coworkers and your boss? Coworkers, yes. Boss, no. Why not? Why are you not treated? The new boss, yes. The boss that just left, nah, her and I butted heads all the time. And you let her do that to you? Nope. You can ask everybody that I work with. Anytime she had something to say, I had something to say right back. And that's why we didn't get along, because I'm the only one that stood up to her. So since you don't like your job, uh, it affects us a lot. because yeah, you I come can, home pissed off. <laughs> you never leave your work at work. I always believed in that. Leave work at work. Well, you know, it's kind of hard sometimes to leave work at work when I come home and, how was your day? <laughs> All I asked was, how was your fucking day? That don't mean you have to go through every damn thing that happened that day. And I always say, it sucked. Here's what happened. (laughs) You you know what? Don't ever ask a blonde and don't ever ask China Dow how her fucking day goes. Because, you know, two hours later, after, you know, (laughs) you're done ignoring her. (laughs) Which is like all the time with you. You finally wake up and realize your nightmare is over with. 
It happens. It's bullshit. Well, when you ask me how my day is and I just got home from work, I'm going to tell you how work was because that's all I did. <laughs> and then last night, you know, I watch a good movie, Red Tails. I'd recommend it. Even Cuba Gooding Jr.'s in that. I love that movie. It was beautiful. Beautifully done. Uh, so afterwards, you know, I'm awake and, you know, yes, or the, what was it, the live show, I was having a hard time because I was multi-broadcasting and I had to watch the YouTube uh, chat and I had to watch the Discord chat and then uh, watch the emails and stuff, so I needed a two-monitor system. Yeah. Well, you know, two of the computers don't work that way and, you know, I had to steal fucking China dolls. And next thing you know, you know, she said it was cool. Then all of a sudden, motherfucker. (laughs) What is with that, man? Thanks, thanks. Now I don't have a computer. You don't even use the fucking thing. I do. Once in a while. Yeah, once in a while where I'm the one who needs one. Well, that's why you have it. Yeah, but you didn't have to bitch and complain. Now now I have a a countertop in the bedroom with just headphones. Uh, speakers. So why don't you hook it up to your freaking uh You can't hook it up. Yes, you can. No, you can't. You're dumb. You can't hook any of that You're crap dumb. up to the tablet. So you think we fight more because of your work? Yeah. So why do you do it? What, work? Why do you... Because we got to pay the bills. Why do you have to take <laughs> it out on me? Because you're here. Mm-hmm. Who am I supposed to take it out on? The fucking wall, not me, or the dog. <laughs> take, I'm not taking it out on the dog. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that uh, your spouse would be uh, more supportive if you change jobs yes. or careers? Yes. Why? Because you hate where I work. <laughs> you hate that I come home pissed off and miserable. Mm. You hate the fact that I dread going to work now. I didn't used to, but now I do. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll change. I don't know. I do have the new management team, well, team, <laughs> whatever you want to call her, looking into getting me a nice chunky raise. So we'll see how that yeah, works. Yeah, but does out. does a raise really make it better? More money always makes stuff better. Oh, really? Yeah. Go ask them rich Hollywood types that commit suicide because they're a bunch of punks. Oh, I'm like, I'm going to make that much money. no i don't think the gas station is going to pay me that much money you know what it used to be fun to watch like the golden globes and the oscars and stuff like that i haven't watched any of those for years nobody has it looks like uh Uh, i guess they use their platform the for their marxist uh anti-police views uh yesterday and it was the lowest ratings of any freaking oscar show ever People are turning out, man. They're tired of it. It gets old. Oh, it gets very old. Plus, you know, when they go up and accept the awards for any of these award shows, it's the same speech. Mm-hmm. You know, you might as well just click replay on whoever spoke last because they all say the same thing. I'd like to thank God. I'd like to thank No, they family. don't even thank God anymore. No? It's not politically correct well, see, to say that. That shows how long it's been since I've watched one. Right. <laughs> And it's funny. Now in North Carolina, everybody's bracing for a video of a black uh, guy getting shot. Uh, you know what? I think they just look for excuses to riot. Yeah, they do. Do these fucking people even work? Most of them probably not, since unemployment seems to pay so well. 
That is a bad problem, but that's how the freaking uh, the Marxists start. And that's why all these businesses have a hard time getting people to work is because everybody's sitting at home on unemployment. Uh-huh. And that's because they're making more money on unemployment than they would working. You know what? Teapot has a good freaking uh, suggestion. Let's start a midget brothel and have China Dow run the girls for us while we ride motorcycles. <laughs> and then uh, we can stop by time and time to blow and go. Now, that's a true anti-Viper League. <laughs> there's a job. How much will I get paid? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, there's a state of emergency <laughs> with the possible release of video in the fatal officer-involved uh, shooting of Andrew Brown Jr. And one of the pictures here is really disturbing me. Why? That picture shows... It looks like a white couple and their kids on their knees begging for forgiveness. What in the hell do these... How do these people think? I cannot relate to them. Number one, I don't bow to anybody except the old man upstairs. Number two, that shit was 200 years ago. 150 years ago. Get the fuck over it already. I'm going to be called a racist, by the way. What else is new? What else is new? You know, yesterday on uh, the one program, uh, you know, I was referring to one person, uh, another creator is a schluck, as, you know, freaking corn roll. But it, you know how I am. It is <laughs> yeah, what it is. Blunt. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, you know, I don't see how people are not getting sick of this shit. You know, we watched the movie Red Tails. Yeah. And they were some of the best airmen out there because they overcame all this kind of bullshit. Yeah. They showed who they were through their actions. And it's funny how, how much respect they got, too. You're damn right, because they saved a lot of lives, the Takiski uh, airmen. Yeah. They and, that's, and and you need to explain in case people don't know and have never seen this movie. It's the it was a black squadron in World War Two uh, that uh, cut bomber freaking uh, fatalities and shootdowns by eighty percent. They were some of the best pilots around and determined freaking people, and they rose all above this. Uh, Shit where you're trying to blame everybody else for this and that. They earned their, their colors. Yeah, they did. And, you know, nowadays, you get, you know, you look at, you know, the South, I'm a Northsider. And there's a big difference when you cross that Ike over into the South Side, how the neighborhoods start becoming. I don't see why you would destroy your own neighborhoods. Because they don't care. And that's they sad. Care. They don't care. And it's minority-owned damn businesses. Yeah, and they don't care. Why would you do that? Why would you destroy your own? Because they don't care. It's a difference between people. Well, that's, that's true. That's true. But then you got to meet... It was funny. The media, uh, I believe it was CBS on uh, YouTube was pushing this poll that majority of Americans approve of Biden's first 100 days. Because you know the media is nothing but fucking propaganda machines. Mm -hmm. The problem that they're facing now 
is people have multi-platforms to go to. They don't. That's why they're freaking. A lot of them are losing uh, their jobs and stuff. But anyway, they were ratioed on that, and what that means is the total likes compared to the total dislikes. I thought I seen when I looked at it, 250 people liked it. But over 3,000 disliked it, meaning you're full of shit with your polls. And people are saying, you know what, enough of your damn lies, man. We're tired of it. They're the ones that are destroying this country. When it's supposed to came to free press within the Constitution, it's about being press, not a damn propaganda machine like Hitler's Third Reich. I can, you know what, I, can, I can't honestly find anybody that supports that, this administration or supports the media. I can't find nobody. So where are you getting your numbers? It comes down to, it's like Hanoi Jane, a prop, uh, you know, propaganda bullshit against our soldiers. And what do you have to do? You got to wake up every day to what? Oh, we're about to riot? You think it's enough enough. And I blame the politicians because they're too freaking uh, much of fucking wimps to do anything about it. Portland's burning all the time. Grab your fucking balls and start fucking uh, shooting the bastards and see how they like it. Sad state of affairs nowadays. Extremely. Sad stater players. We're going to go with uh, Cowboys from Hell from Pantera. Can't stop me and you're kind You see us coming and you want to 
Even more. <laughs> Turn it up. <laughs> 
then piss somebody off. Shake a leg and zip it up. Oh my God! Now or never, here it comes. Take yourself on a journey into the unknown. Yeah! Are you ready? Attention! We came, we saw, we kicked it down! You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. Do you notice I always piss people off? It's something else, man. I, you know what? Maybe it's a gift. It's a gift. <laughs> it's definitely a gift. <laughs> it has to be. I piss all the creators off, man. It happens. I guess they don't like bluntness. Probably not. They're too much of pussies. They don't like you being blunt. They don't like it. I think you screw them. I don't screw nobody, no, man. No, I don't scare. like. Oh, I don't. I was gonna say I don't like reach arounds. <laughs> you don't like reach arounds. I'm not a limp wrist. No. You don't. Why would you even apply? You know, I imply said that. Scare. I didn't say screw. I ain't into that freaky ass spooning shit. You don't like spooning. Fuck no. I like being the little spoon. <laughs> oh, you like being a little spoon. Do tell. What the hell does that mean, by the way? Again, I said it before. I thought spooning, you know, no, in the sense no, of no, prison. No, ew. That's the way I know of it. No. Well, spooning can be a sexual position, and it can also be just cuddling. Just cuddling? Yeah, you like tried I that. tried to <laughs> the other night. I was like, like, what the fuck are you trying I'm to like, do to me? I'm like curling up. I'm like, I want to cuddle. You're like... Go away. (laughs) (laughs) Just go. I'm like, give me your other arm, too. And you're like, leave me alone. Back off. Yeah, it's like, back back the fuck off, Jack. You know what the hell? uh, You know what? It costs me too much time to do that kind of shit. (laughs) Yeah, you don't like that. That's why there's blow and go. Yeah, you don't. You know what? I should make that a freaking, uh, you know, a sex toy or something. A blow and go. You know, something, you know, like a freaking funnel or something. You just, you know, blow into the funnel and just give it all to the woman and go or something. I have to make something, man. Make some money like that. Just make a fucking (laughs) t-shirt. You do that with everything else. That would be a good one. A good (laughs) t-shirt. Blow and go with uh, the insane throttle dark side freaking uh, logo on the back. And you should have it say, Hollywood says, blow and go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you actually came up with a good idea, Matt. I didn't think you had them kind of ideals up in your uh, in my noggin. Pea, yeah, your little pea brain. Bull crap! Because I told you to make shirts out of this out of the sad state of affairs too. <laughs> We've been selling a lot of them sad state of affairs deals, man. <laughs> I know it's insane. You Literally know, maybe the blow and go would work, intended. or the anti or the anti viper league. Well, why don't you just have... Because you guys are fucking have vipers. Have it say Hollywood says blow and go, and then on the bottom put hashtag anti-viper league. Nah, that's too much on a shirt, man. You know, I think... Or have, uh, the, have the hashtag on the back. You know, blow and go on the front, and then the dark side. I got to make that. Yeah, well, you better work on that. I got to do that, man, because you know what? I know my anti-viper league members will wear that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think you should just do it. And I think, you know, what I'll have to, what, do uh, pussy control or whatever that on the front for the ladies. <laughs> Grandpa Slayer. He'd buy one. <laughs> <laughs> 
I do gotta find a different supplier, though, man. They got ridiculous fucking shipping rates, man. I think they're trying to bend everybody over and fuck them in the ass is what it is. Yeah, well... What are you going to do? That's a sad state of affairs, man. You're not supposed to do that to people. No, you're not. That's insane. They're, that, they're, that, and the fact that when you order stuff, they separate all of it. They do? Yeah. Well, when we got my hoodie and my my mask, the Hollywood and Chinatown mask and the sad state of affairs zip-up hoodie. Right. We got them in two separate packages like a week apart. You know, that's some bullshit, man. And we ordered them the same day. I did not know that. Where the fuck was I? Not paying attention. Because I get all the... I get the mail, so you don't know when things show up. Well, it's hard to pay attention to you sometimes. Um, more like all the time. Unless I'm bringing you I a think plate that, of food. I think that's what makes it work with us. I ignore you. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to work. I think that's the best advice I can give any man is just ignore him. Then you won't have any headaches. No... Then you won't have to hear them. No. Then you can let it go, you know, one ear between the other or whatever the fuck it is. Um, in, you don't have in to, one ear and out yeah, the you other? Don't, you don't have to deal. Well, obviously. I, I, be, I believe that 100%. You're terrible. Wholeheartedly. No. Just don't give them any attention. The only attention they need to get is when you're blowing. No. It don't work, huh? No. Okay, what advice would you give a, uh, a guy? About what? Sex? No, we not need sex. it. You're all over this sex it. stuff all the time. We're I gonna know. be doing the, you know, the surprising uh, facts about sex. But seriously, man, what do you think would really bring together a happy relationship? Treat them good. Be nice. Like I was telling you last night. But every time smacking we smacking you in the head, going, "Be nice." That's not nice. <laughs> but being nice to you vipers don't work it does too you're vipers you know what you got to do with a viper you got to cut the head yeah, off cut the head off yeah i know uh-huh you really want to try that because you do all that mind trick shit on people man see it must be nice having a pussy because you guys control the world with that pussy yes we do we do we control a lot of things with it you you just throw it out. Ah, my pussy. You want to have it? Oh, yeah. Let's uh, What do you want, honey? <laughs> what do you want to do, honey? You want some of this? <laughs> what do you want to do? Give me some. <laughs> no, you got to do something for me first. <laughs> That's how you do it. And that is terrible that you do that. Yeah, but I'm easy to please. Just go get me a cherry Pepsi and a candy bar. And <laughs> I'm happy. Yeah, but there's other women out there that ain't so freaking uh, less needy. You know, once you know, a month I get my nails did. I mean, come on. I don't ask for much. Oh, bullshit. I don't. Don't be sitting there lying to our okay, audience, what, what kind man. of stuff do I ask for? You ask for my blood. I do not. Yes, you do. <laughs> You're sitting there trying to get me to cuddle and shit, knowing I don't like that shit. You know, you're trying to put me in a position where I'm vulnerable. I'm telling you. You're if, trying if to I rape video, me. If I could videotape me and you sitting there watching a movie and how I'm like, come on, let's cuddle. And you're like, fuck off. Leave me alone. <laughs> get off me. You know, it's just like fucking uh, watching a movie last night. And you don't shut up. I wasn't really paying attention. Oh, bullshit. Yeah, texting. you weren't paying attention, but you wouldn't shut up with me. Hey, how you doing? You know what? I'm watching a fucking movie here. 
And you just keep rattling Heck and rattling. Is, it, is this on a true story? Did this really happen? <laughs> You're like, shut up. It's what? like, dude, I'm watching it for the first time with you. Why are you asking me shit? Yeah, but I could have sworn we've seen that before. No, that was the other version. This was a new version of Red Tails. Okay. Cause... It was the latest one with Cuba de Gooden Jr. I really like him. He's cool. Could have sworn he was in the original one too. No, he yeah, he was in the original one. He actually played uh, one of the main characters. Yeah. But the problem with you is you don't know how to shut up there in a movie and then you want me to it makes me want to punch you right in the mouth. That's why we don't go to the movie theaters. <laughs> Hell fucking no, man. No. <laughs> uh-uh. Cuz I sit there and do what? <laughs> Oh my God! Did you see that? Oh my God! Oh my God! What is she gonna do? <laughs> Will you shut up? Unless you take me to a long Marvel movie like the kids like to do, and they're like two plus hours long. I don't like Marvel movies. I fall asleep in those. <laughs> you know, I said earlier that the Poontang rules the world. It does. You want to know why? No. Why? Because the clitoris is Greek for divine and goddess-like. What were they thinking, man? Wasn't it a clitoris? They're like zucchini size? Yeah, that's what you say. I don't see a clit being... I do, especially the wore-out ones. I don't... Well, I know mine's like a little button. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't no freaking zucchini. What the fuck? Yeah, but you ever see an ugly pussy, man? It's like, goddamn, uh, what happened there? Did a train go through that shit? Yes, I have, and I have totally just walked away from that. That's nasty business. Hey, come here. Look at that. No. I mean, piercing a lot of those in, the, in, in back in the day? No. There's a lot of them. That and I'd they be smell like, like fish. I'd be like, Hollywood, you're up. <laughs> you get to pierce it just like that old lady. <laughs> Well, see, what the problem with you guys is I'm a master piercer, and I know how to do my job professionally. Mm-hmm. You idiots, you th- you thought about sex all the time. Nuh-uh. Not while like, I'm piercing. You know, my tattoo shop was nothing but a sex shop. Except for the one guy that was cracking me up when I was giving him his Prince Albert, and his thing kept shrinking down like a turtle going back in its shell. That's about what it was, too. That was hilarious. Uh, it <laughs> says married people are more likely to masturbate than people living alone. This is very true stuff. That is true. Because, you know, a a man wants to masturbate so he don't have to freaking be near his old lady. Dude, you beat it like it owes you money. You're damn right, man, because I don't want to be by you sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes, mostly, all the time. That's because, it's like, damn, man, can't I get a break from you? That's like, okay, what happens when when, when, when either Corey or I make you food? Bring it in the studio. Yeah, bring it in the studio because I don't want to hear you. So I get to sit in the bedroom and, and eat by myself. Corey goes in his room and eats, and you're in the studio eating. So it's like we don't even eat meals together. It's a beautiful it's, thing. Unless it's a holiday. It's beautiful. <laughs> I love it. Christmas and Thanksgiving, that's the only time we eat together. <laughs> I say married people stay together because they separate. They need their space. That's what I truly believe. Well, things are definitely different since we're in separate bedrooms, too. <laughs> yes, I love it. <laughs> it was different before. <laughs> yeah, it's like way different now. Separate bedrooms. So different. I'm over here watching the camera. Hey, Big D, man, pull your <laughs> pants up. I don't want to see the crack. 
Anyway, <laughs> did you know the average man has 11 erections uh, per day and 9 erections at night? Doesn't surprise me, you fucking pervs. Hey, you know what they say? We think about sex every 10 seconds. So do you fucking women. We probably think about it more. I wouldn't. I don't disagree. Yeah. We can just see something and be like, oh. <laughs> Especially at the grocery store. <laughs> Walking in that veggie aisle. <laughs> just saying. Looking at long things. Yeah, cucumbers. You know. See, you're a freak, man. <laughs> Who the fuck walks into a freaking uh, grocery store and has an orgasm looking at a fucking cucumber? Eggplant. <laughs> oh, now it's an eggplant. That's how big it is, huh? No, it's been do, worn in. Do, do you not realize that the eggplant emoji when you're texting means a dick? I did not know that. Okay, well, now you I'm not a fucking do. emoji guy. I know, you never do. It's like And when you do, you send the dumbest shit. <laughs> you're like, oh, damn, wrong one. <laughs> So if we have 11 erections per day uh, and night at night, how many orgasms you guys have a day? And don't lie. I don't just naturally have one. I'd have to give myself one. I'm going to do something to get one. Okay, aroused. Probably about the same. Yeah, see? Yeah. And you're sitting here making fun of men. Hey, it is what it is. We're sexual beings. We get turned on about that much. It doesn't mean we actually have an orgasm that many times. What do you mean by turned on? Like we'll see something or hear something or we'll be watching something on TV or whatever. What do you mean you hear something and you get aroused? What kind of freak are you? I don't know. I just hear, like, conversation. Like you hear some person talking about dick and it's like, ooh. <laughs> what you talking about? My worry is now you're you talk a you guys actually sit there and some random person comes up talking about dick and you're aroused. It makes you question. What do you mean it makes you if question? Well, it depends who's talking about the dick. God, at work we sit here and just like stare at every dude's ass that walks out the door. Uh huh. If they're good looking or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, we judge them on their butts. Be like, yeah, no. Yeah, ooh, hello. <laughs> That's all you have to do is sit there and we talk stare, dicks all we day. We stare at ass. What? That's all you do all day at work. No. Depends who I'm working with. My God. It totally depends who I'm working with. You know what? With. Like, you, with, you, with who I'm working with today, that kind of conversation will not occur. <laughs> you're the epitome of what a woman is, you sick viper, you. What? I'm a pro uh, I can't help it. Women who went to college are more likely to enjoy giving oral sex. That means blow and go right in their fucking mouths and walk away. They'll enjoy it. So they say. Why is it that you're more likely, if you're in college, to give good head? In college or went to college? Went to college, that you're better to give good head. Does than that mean were. went to college and completed or just went? <laughs> just went. Oh, well then. Women like... Uh, I do. I honestly I, believe I women... I went to li- college a lot. <laughs> just saying. I honestly believe women like sucking a pecker. They do. You cannot sit there and tell me they don't. Well, you know, it's called the substitution for not having sex. <laughs> In high school, how many girls did you know that sucked a dick? Oh, God, tons. Tons of them. Yeah. See, you start them off early. I wasn't one of them, though. 
It don't matter about you. I'm talking about the other females here. Oh, it's shit it, ton. it don't have to all be about you. But no, it has to be all about you. There you go. Mm. You never take the spotlight from Hollywood. But anyway, <laughs> a lot of them did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they just, you know, that's when they, you know, they don't know how to do it too good. Except if they had a trainer like Hollywood, I trained them bitches what to do. When they get to college is when they get the experience. I believe that. Are you still pissed off because I said my first girlfriend had the best blowjob around? You wonder why you haven't gotten one. You know, they you just blow that nut, man. I, I, just thinking about it, I got to go jerk off one of these days again. Uh, anyway, uh, scientists are unsure why humans have pubic hair. God, I asked myself the same thing about you. But they theorize that the hair, hair traps secretions and holds pheromones or sexual scents. I do not have the issue with that. I <laughs> It's like bear. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I wish, you know, when Big D gets out of his freaking chair, I don't have to see his ass crack. But that, you know, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> But here's something for you I think you really need here. Oh, Jesus, what? This is what you need because you you know, you know skinny people that need to have calories. A teaspoon of semen contains five calories. And it takes sperm about an hour to swim seven inches. Thanks. So I, when you're swallowing... I'll stick with my cherry Pepsi. <laughs> Just saying. That is a fact that I did not know. I'll stick with cherry Pepsi. Thanks. I'll swallow the cherry Pepsi. Thank you. So if, you know what, you're trying to have a baby and stuff like that. Oh, hell no. Not you, you (laughs) dumbass. And you put a woman's foot or feet up in the air, you know, you make them all yoga and stuff like that to try to get them pregnant. This right here tells you that you got to hold them up for an hour. So just handcuff them and be gone and come back in an hour is what I say. We didn't have to do all that crap. No, but some people do. Yeah. That's because, you know, when you stand up right away, it just drips down your leg. Mm -hmm. Which is gross. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. You women take all the punishment. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if we got a cup and go. Yeah, you oh, what's, You know what, for our audience that haven't heard that, what is cup and go? When you're doing it, doggy style or regular, it doesn't matter, and there's an oops and you slip and stick it in the wrong hole and shoot <laughs> us across the fucking room. <laughs> then we all grab our buttholes and cup and go to the bathroom. Because you guys shit all the time. Because, dude, what do you think? Why do you think you call it a colon cleanse? <laughs> It cleanses the colon. It's about, like, getting an enema. Oh, yeah, it is about getting an enema, man. Mm-hmm. You know? So we got to cup and go, because after something like that, man, all you feel like doing is taking a poop. You know, that's where fuck. Uh, we're going to fuck the shit out of you came from. You know that, right? Yeah, you literally do. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so you got blow and go. I got the cup and go. You know, whatever. Maybe we have to do that, but uh, we got to listen to some State of Mind. Now, State of Mind is a really good new band. I really like their shit. Oh, yeah, they're my faves. They're they're awesome, man. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to play two in a row by uh, State of Mind. You're going to love these guys. And I, you know what? I really like the, the replay of Thunder Rolls. Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah, man.
So how do you like the rockin' with Hollywood and Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem show? Unbelievable. I love you people. I hear them a lot. They're as talented as anybody and any players anywhere. You're listening to WMMRDB Rock On. Thank you, my boy, freaking Trump, for that, man. That's awesome, getting his freaking approval, man. He loves us. He loves listening to us. You gotta love that old man, man. I bet you guys are wishing he was back, you know. I guess, uh, you know, some mean tweets, uh, you know, uh, compared to what this is. You'd take them and stuff like that. But seeing Red from uh, State of Mind and Curtain Call, they are a kick-ass band, man. You know what? I'm gonna dedicate seeing red since he's always pissed at me to cornroll yes cornroll that is for you you gotta take a chill pill my man you gotta learn to go with the flow y'all you know what you might have a heart attack because you get all red when you talk about hollywood and stuff come on cornroll you know get with the program and stuff you know instead of cornroll i should call him cornball he's a cornball I think he is. He's a cornball. I think he's a cornball. Like a cheese ball? I think he needs to get sex. Well, that could be brought You know, he's got too much freaking sperm count built up. He's got a release. He's got a release that, man. It's It's called catch and release. Catch and release, (laughs) man. Blow and go. Come on, cornroll. You cornball, you. Anyway, uh, <laughs> 7 o'clock uh, tonight, rocking with Hollywood, man. And uh, we're going to, I'll put that video up uh, over on BitChute. I actually got to say that's because of J-Man, man. He said, you know what, that sucks to replays over on YouTube. I was like, you know what, let me get that BitChute shit going. That way people can see it over there. I'll be on video and stuff. But uh, anyway, yes, that song was uh, Cornballs, man. Yeah, that's what I'm going to call them, Cornballs, because if I call them Corn Rolls, they're going to say I'm racist even more, man. <laughs> that racist card, man, they always got to use that on Hollywood, man. They don't know how to have fun. They're too tight ass, man. I bet he freaking has a freaking diamond up his ass or something like that. What do you guys think? Oh, ew. <laughs> <laughs> He's know. got some coal or something stuck in that ass, man. Squeeze tighter. Goddamn, cornball. <laughs> Have some freaking fun, man, for once. Uh, but anyway, man, that, guys, that was the show today. Thanks for uh, hanging with us. Uh, thanks for uh, the military over there in South Korea and Japan. I love them guys. Every time I'm on, boom, they're playing us in the barracks, and they're emailing me, Go Hollywood! I was like, fucking hey, man, that's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> you know, hopefully they're getting some pussy over there, some slant eye shit. Uh, oh, shit. I, you know, <laughs> that's oh. a, I am politically correct on that one. Hey, I like slant eyes, man. You know, they're, you know, nice and tight. And I wonder if they cup and go, too. But they got little penises, I hear, those Asians, man. I'm just saying, that's what I hear. That's what you hear. Yeah, that's what I hear. So I don't think they're going to make them blow and go. No. Not like, a, you know, one of us would. And they're definitely not going to cup and go. And you know I, you know what? <laughs> they probably believe in lubricant. I don't believe in that, man. I believe in dry docking and shit You like are that. nasty. You dry dock <laughs> that no shit. No dry docking. Hell no. No thank you. You got to push, you know, you got to push the punishment just like women do on you. Mm-mm, no. Because women are some motherfuckers, dude. They put you some through some punishment. You plan on dry docking in any hole, I'm leaving the room. <laughs> <laughs>
That's all I'm saying. But I'm just saying, man. No. You know, those slant, I, I mean Asians. <laughs> you better check yourself. I have a hard time with that. Uh, you know, they have some tight puntas, man. How would I you hear. know? I, I had one once. Oh, you had and, one once. I had one once. Oh, in this hi- is another one I never knew in about. In high school, I'm talking about. The bitch uh-huh. was tight as a freaking tight, man. I'm talking tight, tight. And the bitches actually let out some screams. They're not like white girls that sit there and lay dead. Yeah, well, you know, like you know when, you're, when you're a two-pump chump, you don't get any reaction. Oh, uh, you cannot put... You know what? The reason why I'm a two-pump chump is because, you know what? I you're get busy. bored. No, I get bored, okay? <laughs> you get bored. You, you don't hear nothing. It's like, dude, man, what the fuck am I doing you here? You ain't there long enough to hear anything. It's not my fault. It's yours. I guess, man. I it's guess. It's yours. Anyway, you know what? I'll talk more about this on uh, Rockin' with Hollywood. You're not going to be around, so I can really get down and have some fun. I might uh, not be around, fun. but it doesn't mean I won't be listening. Well, this is true. It sucks to be you. Anyway, guys, I'm Audi. I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> Bye.